Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast, where we focus on health and wellness and overcoming all types of addictions. You're in the right place if you're a mom, dad, sibling, or caregiver who has a loved one who is or was struggling with an eating disorder or any other kind of addiction. In a time where everything seems heavy, I'm here to bring you a very real yet lighthearted take on what the heck we're all supposed to do with our lives while we care for our loved ones who are struggling. One thing holds true throughout it all. You can't juggle the chaos without smiling, at least a little bit. Well, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Moira, and I'm so glad you're coming back here. It has been a while since I have come on here solo, and I just had a few things to share. I've been busy recently and um, have been thinking about sharing this, but haven't turned the microphone on now. So um, so now I'm turning it on, and um, I'm glad that you're here to listen. If you do know me and if you follow me on social, you know that our youngest son, uh, entered the Air Force, went into boot camp um, on the beginning of December. And when we went down to see him for his graduation for boot camp, um, I just had lots of thoughts um, and things that it was a lovely visit, a lovely trip, and there are things that I wanted to share. And so even though this is um, a couple months later, six weeks later, I thought no better time to hop on here and share now, I said at the beginning of this podcast when I started a couple of years ago um, that I'd share about books I read and things like that. And at the time, I was listening to actually, um, I was, uh, it was mentioned to me that this book would be um, beneficial, um, a good book to read for my business and just for life in general. And um, I started listening to it on the way home from our trip to San Antonio to visit our son. And it really, uh, again, as I was listening to it, I pretty much, I don't know, do you use Audible? Raise your hand if you use Audible. I love Audible because I love to go for walks. I walk my dogs. I walk on the treadmill. I drive around a lot. And so, and I love to read, but sometimes, for one, I think it's hard to get (laughs) all these books read. And Audible is such a great option. And if you have Amazon Prime, you get, I think, well, at least one credit you know, one free credit for an Audible book every month. And um, I'm always filling that up. And I learned recently, just on a side note, if you do use Audible, I notice that I'll get books. And then sometimes I don't read them or I start to, well, I start to listen to them, right? And then I'm not really, I don't know, I'm not really keen on it. And I noticed when I was playing around with some of the controls that you can send the book back. Like you kind of, you can return it. And so I did that with a couple of my books because I, I mean, I got Brene Brown's recent book, and it was really cool. I think it's called The Atlas of the Heart. But it wasn't exactly what I wanted to listen to right now. So I thought, you know what, I'll send it back. I'll get a refund for the credit, and I'll find another book. And then if there's another time that I want to listen to her book, then I'll get it back. So that's a cool tip if you don't know about that. But the book that I had listened to, and I listened to the whole thing, was by Marie Forleo called Everything is Figureoutable. And... I've heard about this book. I've heard about Marie Forleo and her B-School. And you know, I just truly believe that there's the universe is in play in our lives, for sure. Because I've heard about that book before, and I was like, oh, that's kind of a silly name, right? <laughs> and I'm not going to listen to it. But this was the time that I needed to listen to it. And it 
captivated me. And like I said, I listened to it the whole flight home from San Antonio. I took out a notebook. I took notes on it. It's so, so good. And I thought about it just in relation to life in general, but also my son's career into the Air Force and what got him there. Now, um, and I just, you know, I wanted to share that. And I want to share that about and encourage you to listen if you're feeling like there's you're on a route in your life that just isn't going anywhere and you're not happy. Um, I want to share this with you because it's kind of the way my son was. And as I listened to this book and read through this book, you know, everything was figureaboutable in his case. And there was certainly a time that I didn't think so. I didn't think that I mean, things weren't going very well. He wasn't happy. We weren't sure he was going to make it through high school um, because he really was not happy. And um, and because of that, he wasn't doing the work. He didn't want to be there. And um, and then the pandemic hit. <laughs> and, you know, um, I think I've said it on the podcast before, you know, never let a good pandemic go to waste. And I don't say that to, you know, not give light to the fact that it was an awful thing and people were sick, people died. But the fact is that, during that pandemic, you know, as if you're a mom with kids in school, like their life changed, like they had to be at home, they had to be homeschooled. And um, for a son, for our son, Tommy, who really didn't care for school, he didn't care to go to school. That kind of was a, I mean, a bit of a answer to prayer. And he was dating and still is dating a gal at this time that he would get together once they were all kind of all shut down. And then once they could um, study together, they would get together and they would do their schoolwork together and they got it done. And he was able to get through high school and um, and pass and, and do the things that he needed to do. It was figureoutable. I mean, I think this last couple of years, again, taught us all that everything is figureoutable. And for Tommy, you know, he figured it out, even though he wasn't um, really driven to be a super high achiever there. Um, he figured it out. He figured out what he needed to do to get through high school. And what we started to see is that he had this interest in mechanics. He started kind of in his sophomore year talking about cars and about maybe buying a car and working on a car. And I just, you know, we don't have any you know, we just don't have any experience with that. We don't have any auto mechanics in our family. And, you know, I just kind of asked him different questions. And he said, I don't know, I'm just kind of interested in it. So our high school here, um, several high schools in the area have a program that they can feed into that is called the Trade Center of DuPage. We live in DuPage County. And starting your junior year, if you're interested in the trades, like auto mechanics, welding, plumbing, even early childhood education, cosmetology, think there's some other things in there but if you're interested in that you can for half of the day you can go there and study you know the the trade that you want what you're interested in and then you go back and finish a couple of classes in high school and so that's what Tommy started to do and we started to see him really get you know excited about school about I mean basically about learning he really enjoyed it Um, and in the end of his high school career, his straight A's were in that auto mechanics, which we were like, wow. And he says, well, you know what? The teacher was the best teacher I've had. And I love doing that. And so then fast forward to boot camp for the Air Force. And, um, there we were. 
And again, everything is figure outable. Um, we have chosen not to be vaccinated, and so we were not allowed to go onto the base to watch and be present for the graduation ceremony. But it was live streamed, and we sat at the visitor center across the gate, um, across the street from the gate. Um, Tommy's girlfriend Pauline went in, and um, and we were able to listen to it and watch it. And then um, we figured that all out. And then right after it was over, he came across through the gate, and we were together for a few hours. So that was figure outable for sure. You know, even though that was frustrating, we figured that out. And uh, Tommy was happy with it. He was just really happy to, that we were there with him. But really, what I started to see, you know, as we listened to um, the the speakers during the, the you know, the graduation, they said, you know, you're going to pick your son or your daughter up and they're going to be a little bit different. You know, they might talk differently. They might eat differently. They might walk differently. And um, you're going to notice that. And so we were prepared for that. Although, you know, we still, we noticed that it's our son, the Tommy that we still know and love. But yet there were some subtle changes. Yes, there was a, he walked a little bit you know, taller. And he was extremely polite to anybody that he spoke with at the restaurant or even to us. And um, you could just tell, you know, what I thought was also cool is that, you know, these guys talk about in the Air Force, it's about, you know, it's about a team. It's about their group. It's about their squad. It's about their, you know, group of leaders. It's not, you know, he even said, you can't I can't walk alone on the base. You always have to be with somebody. So it's always about a team or two people or a group of people or, again, their flight, their squad, and things like that. And I noticed that when Tommy walked that it was my husband and I and then Tommy and his girlfriend. And we were we went downtown San Antonio. We went for lunch. We went to see, see the Alamo and just putzed around downtown. And we weren't always together, right? Some of us were ahead and some were behind. And I noticed that he just, not in a bad way, but he just was always checking to see where everybody was. And that was a difference. That was a very subtle difference with Tommy. But it was like he just wanted to make sure that we were all together. He was checking on everybody. And I thought that was kind of a cool thing. And again, he had this air of just being really happy and satisfied. And what I wanted to bring up, you know, compared to his high school, in this idea that everything is figure outable, like it was we spent the next five hours, five or six hours together with him, and he shared with us all kinds of stories about his boot camp experience and studying and the and the boys and girls that he was with and the, you know, Beast Week and the, the classes and the flipping over of the, the um, you know, the mattresses and making sure you rolled your socks the right way and all these really cool things that he shared. You know, he said one time, he goes, yeah, you know, it was kind of boring. Yeah, it wasn't really that bad. You know, it's like this was a pretty, I mean, boot camp is a tough thing. I mean, it is a matter of getting the whole group together and making sure that you become one and that you do things together and you follow the rules and you follow the regulations and all of that. And in the past, when I've seen that with my son, if it wasn't what he wanted to do, and he kind of rejected that. He, again, didn't like high school. He didn't like to follow those rules. He thought they were stupid. He thought that, like, he didn't like it. And so he, he kind of rebelled against that. And yet what I saw with my son as he talked about his boot camp experience and moving on to tech school and then moving on to where he's going to be stationed, which I'll tell you about in a second, 
he kind of had the same thoughts. Oh, you know, some of it was kind of boring. Some of it was stupid. But you know what? He did it. He did it and he dedicated himself. He studied. He went to bed when he needed to. He got, he did the things that he needed to do. Why? Because he had a passion for what he, for what the end game was, right? He had a passion. Um, he loved what he was working towards. And so he was willing to do the hard work. He was willing to do the things that maybe seemed a little silly or were kind of boring or like, come on, we have to do this again. He said that several times or this person got in trouble because they didn't do this, but you know, I know I had to do it or he had to clean the bathrooms. You know, they had to shower together. (laughs) They had to do a lot of things that he wasn't used to. He missed his home cooked meals, he said, but he did it and he got through it and he passed with flying colors, as they would say, because he found something that he was passionate about. And I just think that that's, it's just so... You know, that's so appropriate for everybody in life. Like sometimes we're dragging ourselves and we're doing things in our life or in our jobs that we just aren't passionate about, but we continue to do it because we think that's what we have to do. But as Marie Folio said, everything's figure outable. Like if we're not happy, like figure out what else to do. If you read her book or listen to her book, I mean, she's doing something completely different than what she went to school for. And it was an interesting road that she took. And um, she wasn't sure she was going to make it there for a while. But she did figure it out. And that's what we all have the opportunity to do. One of the things that she said in there about failure, uh, which really stuck out, that, you know, she said, I don't have a, it's like she doesn't have a a permanent failure loop in her brain. (laughs) Because she learned a long time ago that she either wins or she learns she never loses. I thought that was pretty good. Read that again. I win or I learn, I never lose. So as we're going through life, you know, we don't, we can't, we don't, we shouldn't be looking at those mistakes as a failure. We look at our missteps or the things that we're doing that doesn't make us happy or whatever, just as something that we can learn from, right? And then we can make a step, a different step. We can figure it out and move on and do something different. Um, we're super proud of Tommy. And it's really, again, it showed me that, again, that, that idea that when we find things that we love, we, we do the things that we need to do. And we work hard and we figure it out. And, um, you know, I encourage you to think about that too. You know, again, this pandemic... As we look at this major disruption in um, in the workforce and people leaving, and you know, I'm a former nurse, and I'm just watching nurses just leave the workforce and be disenchanted and just want something different. People are just leaving because I think they're realizing that perhaps they've been going through life kind of like this, like just doing the things that are like, oh, this is stupid. I'm not happy, but I have to do it. Right? I have to stay here. I think this pandemic has shown people this time that like all of a sudden they kind of lost control of things and they had to stay home and all those things happened. They realized that perhaps there's, I want to figure something different out. And people are doing it. They're taking that risk. They're leaving. Just this weekend, I went to a little pop-up market in my town at this new uh, venue that just opened during the last year. And, And there was some several... Uh, vendors there from silk flowers to bakery to pottery to jewelry to food to stationery to all kinds of really cool things. 
And most of the women that I spoke with, I said, you know how long you've been doing this? Are you on social media? Let's connect. Almost everybody that I spoke with said, oh, I've been doing this like less than two years. Like they've all like started something different and something new in the last couple of years because they, I'm thinking, they wanted to figure something else out because everything is figure outable. And I commended so many of them. I mean, this one gal who had baked goods, sweet treats, or I forget what the name of her company is. It's just, she had sold almost everything out. She had two things left and I bought them when I got there. I said, okay, I'll buy them. Um, so you don't have to take them home. But she started within, she, both her and her husband had major, as she said, major corporate jobs. She said, I just was not happy. And I decided to just quit. And I love to bake. And so I'm making a go of baking. Just so cool. So cool. You know, the Google searches for starting your own business is way higher than getting a new job. It's just things have been disrupted. And people are realizing that everything is figure outable. We can make those changes. We can do things differently. And just like my son, he found something that he's passionate about. And so he's willing to put in the work, even if it's long hours, even if it's things that might be a little boring, maybe a little stupid. He's willing to put the time in because he found his passion. And it's so incredible as a mother to see that in our our kids. You know, that's all we want is our kids to be happy and, you know, happy in what they're doing, regardless of what it is. We just want them to find their passion and go and do it and just, again, be happy. And that's what we're seeing with our son in the Air Force. We're thrilled. I said that I would tell you at the end. We are thrilled that he, um, you know, we are in Illinois, for those that listen, um, outside of Chicago, and Tommy will be stationed in Missouri at Whiteman Air Force Base. And if you know anything about Whiteman, that's where the B-2 bombers are. That's where most of them are. Those are the stealth bombers. And he has been chosen to be a mechanic on the stealth bombers. I don't know about you, but I think that's so super cool. And he's so excited about it. Um, He had to do a, a special, like, he called it a PRP, like a personal responsibility, like interview because he's going to be around nuclear weapons. I mean, it's a big deal. His kid's 18 years old, and he's just he's just can't wait to get up there. He's finishing. Actually, he finished half of his tech school today. He just finished, and he's going to be going up to Whiteman really soon to start the uh, tech school and the hands-on training around the stealth bombers. And he could not be happier. And we, again, are super proud of him. He shared during tech school, he goes, it's kind of like college on you know, steroids. He was, he would go to school, he would go to his classes, he'd come home and he'd study a little bit and go to bed, get up, eat, rinse and repeat, right? I mean, this is a kid that did the bare minimum in high school to get through. And he's like, well, no, mom, I get home from class. And I kind of, I like to review like my outlines and things like that before I go to bed so I can remember it. And then I got up and I do a get up and I do a little study and I eat and I go back to class. I mean, that's a different person. But again, he's found out what he has to do. He's figured out what he needs to do, but he's found his passion. And it's so cool to see. And I really encourage you to think about that. I've shared throughout this podcast the last couple of years that you know, part of my journey has been um, as reclaiming my health through the chaos of of all of what's gone in my gone on in my life, is to put myself first and take care of myself for sure and do that compassionate self care, but find things that bring me joy. And I believe I've shared before when I talked about journaling and about my journal. You know, I realized that I just was. 
I was waiting for the joy to return. I felt like so much joy had been sucked out of my life with, with, you know, the struggles of our daughter and just lots of, you know, just lots of things and chaos going on in our life. And yet I realized that I needed to go find the joy myself, right? And that's what we need to do. We, if we can sit around and wait for things to return, or we can figure it out. We can try something new like ballroom dance and realize in a, a year and a half later that ballroom dance has changed my life. It's made me more confident. It's made me, you know, learn about my own fears and lots of different things in life as I've learned to do the waltz and the tango and the foxtrot. Um, and, you know, there's just, and I've learned that my voice has value as I started this podcast and um, wanted to share other people's stories and my stories. Um, it has brought me so much joy to be able to share other people's stories. I wasn't sure how this was going to work. Um, I didn't really know anything about podcasting, but I figured it out. I asked a few people for help, and then I committed to myself that I was going to give it a year and say, okay, Moira, do it. You know, Do the things, do the interviews, ask people, and commit to a year. That's what I committed to. And here we are two years later, and we're still going strong. Um, thanks to all of you guys who listen, and just thanks to the universe that keeps bringing me awesome people to tell their stories and um, to share my stories here with you. So, you know, as I wrap this up, I just want to, again, review that and just, you know, send that message out to all of you. If you haven't read the book yet, or if you haven't picked, if you haven't started with Audible, go ahead and find it. Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Forleo. She also has Marie TV. You can find, you know, go and check out her website, uh, marieforleo.com. Um, just wonderful, wonderful things. Again, it was the time that I needed to hear it. And I loved the book. It was one of, you know, I find that when I listen to things on Audible, I finish the books. Sometimes when I read other like self-help books or personal development books, sometimes I don't always finish them. <laughs> so, but with Audible, I do. I mean, I finish that one. Um, I'm in the process of listening to um, Bob Goff, one of his new books. Have you, do you know Bob Goff? If you don't know Bob Goff, he is um, pretty incredible. He has the A Dream Big book, Bob Goff, G-O-F-F. And um, his new book is, um, what is it called? Distract, Undistracted, something like that. It's about distractions. And I got to tell you, it's really, really good. Listened to it this morning as I was walking my dog. So um, again, check things out on Audible. Pick up a book, read that book, and realize that you can figure things out in your life. Um, you don't have to be stuck where you are. And you can do things scared. And you can ask for help. And you can find your passion. You can find things that you're happy about. You don't have to settle. Um, you don't have to s settle for a life that's that you're unhappy with and that you're unsettled with. Um, figure it out. You know, take some risks. Ask for some help. Just do it, even though you don't know exactly how it's going to work out. I'm here to tell you that you will be able to figure it out because everything is figure outable. Um, so that's my message for today. I really appreciate all each and every one of you listening, supporting this podcast. If you want the podcast to continue, again, the wonderful things that you can do are to write a five-star review on Podbean, on iTunes. You can share this ep these episodes with others. If you haven't checked out my daughter's episode that I did with her, um, 
last a couple of weeks ago. Check that out. It was a lovely interview with my daughter. Um, got lots of other awesome things in this podcast as well. You can purchase yourself a journal and write some of those ideas and thoughts down. Um, you'll find that link um, here on the show notes, but you can also just go to moiragorski.com and find all the things. I'm here to support you with your, you know, to live a healthy life uh, with podcasting, to share your story, uh, to give you stories of hope, to help you figure out your way into the world of entrepreneurship if you're interested in that. Purchase a journal. You'll see that you can buy me a cup of coffee. Um, A couple of you guys do that, and it really means a lot to me. It's just a way that you can thank me for sharing this content. I do so appreciate you, and I love that you guys all come back and listen and that these uh, messages touch you. I'll continue to do it um, from day to day because I love doing it. I love to share these stories of hope and the fact that we all deserve um, a great life, a uh, life that we're happy with and satisfied with. So keep keep going on, uh, keep coming back again, keep showing up for you, voting for you and keep figuring it out. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five star review. Share it with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook. So head over there and search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, a story of recovery and hope? Please let me know, as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative, and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me. You'll find the links in the show notes. Let's talk and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.